0: Here, there, and everywhere. S A F M, one hundred four point three FM in Rustenburg. All right. So we've committed to dedicate this entire month to young people, and uh, so today we are having a conversation with Dr. Saurombe, Dr. Musamkosi Saurombe, who's um, a doctor at twenty-five PhD. 25 and a senior lecturer as well uh, at the University um, of the Free State. She joins me on the line now just to, to catch up with young people. She's one of those young people. I mean, isn't it quite something? Uh, she is the youngest PhD, PhD student. Uh, that was um I think she she graduated at twenty three or something. I mean how ridiculous is all of that, right? She was the youngest in the continent to 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 graduate um with PhD at twenty three. So thank you so much, uh, Doctor Saurombe for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, I mean, how are you? I, I just cannot finish your you know, reading your C V and not chuckle because my my goodness, you fe- you make us feel so unaccomplished. <laughs> so, tell well, us about I'm that humbled. really interesting journey. What You left high school at, what,
1: 15? Yes, yes, I did. Um, yeah, it's actually really interesting, you know, looking back, thinking back. Um, even my parents at times marvel at how they allowed me, you know, to leave home at 16, go spend for myself, you know. Um, it's actually quite interesting. I was just thinking to myself sometimes when I see other 16 year olds still in high school, even now, and I'm like, that was me in first year. <laughs> you know, sometimes I ask myself how I actually survived, you know, being that young, but I'd like to believe I, was fortunate to be a little street smart.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I, I really honor you because when, you, when one looks at you now it's very easy for us to just look at it and think, wow, how lucky. I don't think you're lucky at all. I think you you relate some some difficult moments in your journey, particularly um, at the very beginning when you were doing your undergrad, that, that things were tough. It wasn't easy. You had, you come from humblish beginnings.
1: Uh, mm. Teacher
0: salary and the other parent just sort of piece jobs here and then it was tough getting you to school.
1: Definitely. It it was. It was not a walk in the park. Um I do um appreciate, you know, that I was definitely more privileged than a lot of young people are, you know, you start from absolutely nothing. At least I had a better starting point, but not necessarily um a hundred percent privileged either. I had to work with what um, life gave me. <laughs> and and uh,
0: you know, with with that in mind, one wonders, and this is going to be interesting for many people who who have to make the difficult choice. Um, why wasn't it an option to just you know just go find a job? You know, after your undergrad, um, many of us kind of just say, okay, it's it's time now to gather myself and, and find a job because. The situation warrants that I get up and find a job. Why? Why did you pursue your studies? What What is it in you that gave you that
1: courage to pursue your studies? No, that that was actually definitely the case with me. Because remember, you know, despite um, achieving all of this, you still have um, you still ha- have that. Sim- you're very similar to a lot of young people, right? So you do want to go out there and find a job. You do want to go out there and make money immediately after your undergrad qualification. But then you think to yourself also that um you know the opportunities, the prospects of employment as well, they're not completely in your hands. Actually they're pretty much out of your hands. So you you apply but there's no guarantee that you will get a job that you've applied for. No matter, you could apply for 50 jobs and get none, and that's where I've also, you know, realized along my journey that we sometimes make plans, but I believe that, you know, if God has other plans for you, which are always better than your own, then sometimes you have to allow life to also take its course, and and let it, you know, move you in the trajectory that is actually best for you. So looking back, even though I had envisaged another trajectory, Mm. I'm really thankful for how life ended up pushing me in another direction because that's exactly where I needed to be.
0: Your interest in industrial psychology, talk to me about that.
1: So that's another interesting story. Um, When I applied at university, I actually had in uh, industrial psychology and H.R. as a third option. (laughs) That is funny. That (laughs) is really funny. Wow. Absolutely. (laughs) And so my application was lost. Um, It went to, uh, because the Northwest University has three campuses, and it went to the Pochestroom campus, and I had intended for it to go to the (laughs) Massey campus. So, what happened was when I'm seeing like uh, that it's been long overdue, and I'm receiving no response mm-hmm. um I ended up follow- following up and after following up, I realized that Mafi never received my application, <laughs> and so it was- re- the application was at the post campus, but they um had placed the wrong address also to revert to me that the program that I wanted was actually um at mafiking oh. so What happened was, by the time we realized this, my parents and I, and then I contacted uh, the people in my Muffy and they told me, your first two options are full already. So you're going to have to, we only still have space in your third option. And that's how I ended up in industrial psychology and HR, which again, I believe, was exactly the path that, you know, God wanted me to take. Because I wanted, you know, I had a first and second option, and I ended up in my third. So... (laughs) I'm really how how, curious. Like, <laughs> what was the first option? The first option was economics. <laughs> and I thank God, I actually thank God that I didn't end up like in economics. My second option was accounting. <laughs> and, you know, I did have, you know, like those minor modules, like yes. the ancillary yes. modules. Yes. I had them even in HR and industrial psychology. I yes. had them at first year level yes. and they were a nightmare. <laughs> I promise you, the Lord knew. (laughs) The Lord knew that there's no way I was going to survive being in those courses. And you know, that's another thing that happens so unfortunately to young people that we choose courses um, based on, let's say, for instance, your you you mostly, especially as a black child, Mm -hmm. a black African young child you 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 you're forced to look at marketability mm. rather than what you're comfortable with what you're passionate about mm. what where your strength and your talent lies mm. so your parents will just tell you listen this is what i believe will will mm. help you make it out there and so you choose your options based on financial that. freedom yeah the, financial exactly, freedom. exactly exactly and the reason why i actually um reason why i actually uh, chose industrial psychology and hr as a third option was because in high school when you know like when you have your careers day yes. and then you have that um they kind of do like a, a strength they ha- we had at, at my high school a strength test where they they kind of like determine they assess your strengths you do like a psychometric type mm-hmm. of test, mm-hmm. and then they tell you which courses are most aligned to your character your personality, mm-hmm. and all of that so I remembered that. HR and industrial psych and general psychology were one one of the fields that I had kind of like, you know, um, been inclined to from the psychometric test. So that's why I put it there as the third option. And you see how, like, life just led me exactly in the direction that I needed to go. Because had I ended up in economics or accounting, I probably or possibly could have failed. And then I would seem like a failure, but only because I ended up in the wrong place. So that's what happens with a lot of young people, you know, with a lot of young people, you end up in the wrong course and then you look dumb because you're, you're, you're mm. like a fish on land, you know. So, so, so I mean,
0: and yeah. now you, you are a senior academic at the University of the Free State. So much has changed, though, uh, recently with COVID-19. Just talk to me about those challenges and how you're navigating your way around the world right now.
1: Um, yeah, it's just really been, uh, as we've heard before, you know, the term uh, "uncharted waters in unprecedented times, that's truly what it has been, you know, so far, and it really shows you the importance of the ability to acclimate, mm-hmm. to adapt, to find yourself, you know, maneuvering in Difficult situations, and you find that those who who will thrive the most in life are those who are able to adapt the fastest, or those who are open and embracive to change, because life is all about embracing change. And I'm sure you, you're familiar with the with the uh, saying that nothing great ever came from a comfort mm. zone. Mm. And we can see even, you know, with the way things the world has been forced to react to the current global crisis and pandemic, you can see that the like humanity is so much more capable of dealing with issues, which we have been sweeping under the rug for so long, and a lot of these issues have forced governments and individuals and so forth, the entire human race to confront these issues and now you realize that sometimes you need a crisis like this to wake and shake people up so that you truly you know get to know what lies within you your, your potential and your ability to tackle you know such such gruesome and you know unfavorable circumstances
0: spoken so. like a true psychologist spoken like a true <laughs> psychologist listen <laughs> it's, it's been wonderful chatting to you all the best to you and and we will catch up post COVID-19 I uh, will look forward Absolutely. to that conversation thank you so thank much you and so you so much you, you really are an inspiration um thank Dr. gosi Saurombe. and uh, we just are really catching up with young people we're doing this every single day for the month of June just looking at the world through the lens of a young person she My gosh, she got her PhD at 20, at 23, 23, hey? Just makes you feel like such an underachiever, but really wonderful to hear from her. She's now a senior academic at the University of the Free State, um, and her, her studies are all around psychology. And we're just touching base with young people. As I said, she happens to be one of those young people and just interesting how she's seeing this moment now. In fact, it was interesting to hear her say that it's an opportunity for us to to maybe recalibrate. Uh, wonderful that that conversation will be available as a podcast.